0: Howdy, folks. Welcome to The Fit Musician One. This is Vinny Krzyzewski, your host, and today is episode one, and I'll be talking to Dr. Willard Johnson. Willard and I have been uh, friends for a really long time. He is a great human being, fantastic husband and father, uh, musician, and he's also a chiropractor. So we're really excited about talking about how that relates to uh, making music. Um, you can get in touch with us at uh, Facebook and Instagram, Fitmusician One. You can go to fitmusician1.com, which is where a lot of these uh, all of these episodes will appear. Um, and you can email me at vinny at fitmusician Welcome to episode one, y'all, and I appreciate you being here. Alabama, where uh, Willard's office is located, and uh, after this we're going to go for a little bike ride. Awesome! Yeah, it's going to be. When when did you decide to become a chiropractor?
1: Uh, it it had to have been sometime in high school. Okay. Um, Because I know when when I first started undergraduate school at UAB. you know i had the the dean of the ophthalmology school took me to lunch one day mm. and you know stuff like that but um yeah i i kind of i i was interested in the healthcare stuff but i kind of wanted a little different um a, a different approach a different point of view okay you know there was a time when uh in somewhere during that time like uh probably uh, probably about 11th grade you know I, w- I was offered some uh a program kind of out of the blue Johns Hopkins medical school contacted me and uh <laughs> yeah and you know at 16 you don't realize this is Johns Hopkins. That's dude. a big that's a big but, hairy deal right there. <laughs> but uh yeah they were they were starting a new program where undergraduate school and medical school all smushed into one six year program and which sounded all right but I can remember as a 16 year old thinking there ain't no way I'm going to Baltimore for six years it's cold <laughs> up there
0: <laughs> um how long have you been practicing uh, practicing
1: medicine uh, well we say practicing chiropractic sorry pra- well because it is yeah it's um I graduated in 88, so 31 years. Okay, good. Got a lot of
0: experience there. Um, you're married. Yes. To Susan.
1: Susan, yes. She's awesome.
0: Let's jump into what you do. <clears throat> what I'd like to do, Willie, from here, is I'd like to talk about your the five or so most common ailments that you see, how we can relate that to... Uh, musical performance and and creativity. Uh, we want to talk about. Uh, let's just talk about that, and then I'll ask you some questions about that. What's the what's what's the number one
1: thing that you see? It's kind of a toss up between headaches and low back pain. Okay, and you know those those are the two uh, biggest health complaints in the U.S. Wow. Those are the two things that people miss the most days of work from. Really? Are headache and low back pain. And uh and so just, I guess some of it is just a matter of, you know, law percentages that, you know, any practitioner is going to see a lot of those two things. Sure. Um, And then where does it go from there? Um, I see a lot of uh, shoulder issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, yeah, I see some knee knee problems. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are kind of the Let, main things. Let's talk about those.
0: Up. Let's talk about those four because I feel like these subjects are really deep. Basically, um, the headache thing <clears throat> can come from many many different different areas. Is that correct? Oh yeah. So tell me a little bit about how um, what that looks like. What the headache. Thing looks like just you know, kind of briefly. Um, just give me some some areas where that can uh, that can cause that.
1: You know, the big thing when you, you get to talking to people with headaches, and an awful lot of folks notice that. Well, I have more headaches when I'm under stress, and a lot of times people make the mistake of thinking the stress causes the headache. And it, it, the big thing that I see related to headaches that that is not part of the general perception of headaches has to do with the way that your cervical spine, your neck, the way that it curves. When you look at a a lateral ex, a lateral cervical X-ray, so you're looking at the neck from the side, you know it's supposed to make a nice, pretty curve. I have yet to see a patient who has a nice pretty curve that also has headaches. Uh ah. basically if you have the nice pretty curve, you don't have headaches. Okay. Now and see those people, they still let's face it, they work for a living, they have stress, you know, they get freaked out at work or they fight with their spouse or you know, they have a life. But it's one of those things that you know if your neck is all jacked up but you're on permanent vacation you get to stay at the beach all the time <laughs> you're you're not stressed guess what you don't have headaches
0: well you got to decide but, what time you're going to go to the beach what kind of well, beer you're yeah, going to take exactly yeah.
1: but but it's, it's one of those things that when you when you start adding stuff together say so mm-hmm. we got the jacked up neck over here and then we've got Stress and anxiety and we're spending six hours a day hunched over a desk and you put all that together and now you have a headache well if you can eliminate one of those things a lot of times that's enough to stop the headaches
0: so your gig would be to try and get the curvature back in the neck you can't really do anything about the stress or the the life issues. Yeah, that's, on,
1: that's on you. <laughs> right, right,
0: Although I'm sure you hear every time we talk, I, I uh, in addition to whatever malady I have, I always, we always kind of talk about life too. So I'm sure you get some of that, uh, in the exam room. So, so then, okay, so let's just talk about that particular thing, the curvature of the neck and what, what you do at that point to adjust it. Um, What's the sh- what's the least number of visits that we would have to do? What's the most number of visits? Just generally. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to come to you and say, you could fix me in three visits and you didn't. Yeah, yeah you know. So, yeah. so um, let's talk about what you do to adjust the neck, um, the tools that you use, and, and so on and
1: so forth. Okay. Um, well, there, in chiropractic, there are a lot of different techniques. I can't even keep up with how many there are. Mm-hmm. And so... Some folks are adjusting, you know, the old school way, adjusting by hand. Some folks are using various types of instruments and and uh, hardware and equipment and whatnot. Uh, and and it varies from doctor to doctor according to their personality and their strengths and so forth. So you can have there are techniques that I've tried that don't work for me. But other doctors get good results with them, okay. and that's fine. Um, for me, what works well is what most people would consider, you know, old school. You know, get in there with your hands and move the bones. Okay. You know, um, one of the things related to uh, the curvature of your neck is, you know, one of the things that people are aware of is looking at posture. And a lot of people think that posture is a, a habitual thing. You know, Johnny, sit up straight. You know, you you know <laughs> well it is it's not a habit for anybody. It's actually more like a limp. The way I describe it is, you know, if you have twisted your ankle, if you've got a sprained ankle right now, it's gonna make you limp. Now you didn't just pick up the habit of limping. You're limping because you're trying to compensate for this injured ankle, right? Right. Okay. Posture is your limp. So if you have somebody that slumps forward or some guy that's always kind of cocked over to one side <laughs> or the other, you know, he's, he's not being cool. Something in his spine is jacked up and making him stand that way. And it may not be, often it's not a conscious thing. It's not to the level of it hurts, but it's more of a a subconscious thing that their body realizes, okay, if I shift the weight over this way, it's a little bit less stress Mm -hmm. on this problem area. Mm -hmm. You know, and so... The patient may never realize it. Now, people in his family or people that he works with may realize, you know, anytime Bob's standing around, he's got his weight shifted over on his left leg. He's always standing like that. Right. Or, you know, know, Tom is, you know, his right shoulder is always sitting low. And that's not a habit. That's your body trying to get some pressure off of some stuff that's Mm -hmm. not not working right
0: so when you see somebody come into the office um, you you take a visual of them and I, I would guess based on what I know about you that you could look at them and say this is one of a couple of things they're about to tell me that their shoulder hurts or that they have a headache or that they have a lower back issue and you can you can really tell by their gait and the way that they come in. Yeah, you pick and so, up on
1: a lot of that yeah, stuff. So yeah, so then
0: you narrow it down to what it could be. You go to the most simple thing first and you work it through that way. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so as far as like the posture stuff goes with regard to musicians, the first people that I think of are like violinists and violists, uh, clarinet and flute players, saxophone players because, you know, at least... You know, clarinet's kind of um, it's it's almost symmetrical, yeah. You know, and flute is off to one side. Yeah. the violin is off to one side. Saxophone actually cuts across their body, and then puts so much pressure on there. So, the the these posture issues that you're talking about, the it, the the malady, which causes the posture. So this could be where we talk about repetitive uh repetitive motion stuff with different
1: different players. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause anytime you're in a a posture for hours on end, that's I mean, that has a long term effect mm-hmm. on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thing in physiology called Wolf's Law where uh your body is gonna respond to the stress that's put on it now you know at one end of the scale that's what you're doing with athletic training is you're stressing the body to make it respond to that stress and get better for that stress but on a tiny level if you look at uh, the calluses that develop on your hand okay depending on like how you hold a pin or what kind of work that you do all the time yeah you know, the, that constant little bit of stress right there, your body responds by thickening the skin. Sure. That's, you know, that's a callus. Well, that's Wolf's Law, and that applies to muscles and bones and ligaments and tendons. Okay. You know, so whatever position you're in. So I would say, uh, you know, as a trumpet player, you're you're on the happy end of the scale for musicians because that's pretty symmetrical let's face it that horn doesn't weigh anything that's right so. trumpet, trumpets trumpet is
0: very easy I don't know whether you people out there but, know that but trumpet's very easy
1: but uh, so but yeah you know <laughs> flute players holy cow yeah that
0: that seems like it would be really because you're reaching across with one and then you got this other one really crunched up they got a shoulder elbow wrists yeah uh, yeah yeah Okay, yeah. so so folks listening, if this if this makes sense to you, then what we're going to recommend is that you fly into Huntsville and you come see uh, Willard. But uh, if you can't do that, uh, this chiropractic care is, is a really good idea. Let's talk about um, let's talk about the lower back uh, lower back issues and what what you're seeing with that. Oh. Uh just in general yeah i would say in general you know just we 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 have to kind of keep it a little bit more general because we don't have a if we had a flute player in here that had a bad shoulder a bad wrist and a lower back we'd be able to nail it right yeah sure but but just kind of generally generally so so, uh, i guess what we're trying to accomplish here um, again for the folks that are listening is if if we hit on a touch point for you then, then you can listen a little bit more carefully and understand that how this chiropractic care is going yeah. is going to so,
1: help. So, you know, low back pain, like I said earlier, with along with headaches, low back pain are the, those are the two most common health complaints in the U.S. Um, a lot of people have debilitating low back pain that keeps them from, you know, doing their job, or maybe they're able to fight their way through. Their job, but by the time they get off work, you know, all they want to do is sit in a chair. Yeah, you know, lay in the recliner. So they, they it's really killing their quality of life because it hurts all the time, or it hurts to go do stuff. Um, I lost my train of thought. Well, so they're likely they're
0: likely trying to they're 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 sitting at their desk and they're eating. You know, not a lot of people take the time to create a, the perfect, the perfectly balanced meal to take for lunch. So they're eating crappy food at work. Yeah, they're they're drinking a lot of coffee. They're not drinking enough water. They get to the end of the day. You can counteract some of that if you were going to come home and you were going to go do a, a weightlifting session, or if you were going to jump on your cycle or go for a kayak well, that, or whatever yeah. the deal is. Well,
1: that would help tremendously. Yeah. But. For most folks, and th- this is what I was trying to think of a minute ago, and I got l- a little sidetracked. Um, low back problems start long before it starts hurting. And that's what don't, most people don't appreciate. Uh, for example, when you have a healthy spine, when the discs are healthy, there there's no degeneration going on in the disc or anything like that. The disc is actually stronger than the vertebra on either side of it, which means yeah they've done they've done a lot of testing where you can take they take a, a fresh cadaver spine they put it in a hydraulic press basically, and and so they're they're actually loading the spine, which is the way your spine carries a weight anytime you pick up something, um, a healthy disc is strong enough that the vertebra will collapse before the disc will rupture wow so people think you know if it doesn't hurt it's fine but low back problems are the the example i give to folks is it's more like heart disease because this is a model people are familiar with okay If, if we're going to talk about bob okay so <laughs> poor bob. if yeah poor <laughs> bob so if if bob has you know for about half the people who have heart disease the first symptom they ever get is a heart attack so if we say okay bob had a heart attack this morning okay now yesterday bob yesterday had had a lifetime of being symptom free now you and I both know yeah. that if we did arteriogram on Bob yesterday, yeah. Yeah. that it was not good. Yeah. And we also both know everybody would know that. Okay, Bob's problem has developed over 20 years.
0: Long time of eating bad or not exercising or not doing all the right yeah, things. Sure. He, yeah,
1: yeah. It didn't. It didn't just happen just this morning. Right. Okay. We'll see. It's exactly the same for the vast majority of people with low back problems, okay? So, uh, you know, uh, some, some guy that's never had back pain before, and on a Saturday morning, he's out in the yard, he's pulling some weeds, and boom, he gets this, you know, stabbing pain in his back, feels like somebody hit him with a baseball bat. All right, that problem didn't start saturday morning when he was pulling weeds it's developed over a period of time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay and so it it takes time to address that and give that a chance to heal and stabilize and and rehabilitate And and a lot of people just like they think that the back pain the the back problem started when the pain started as you start working with them and they start getting better they think Okay, well, it doesn't hurt now. I must be good to go, right? Well, no, <laughs> you're just back to where it was <laughs> right before you pulled that weed and yeah. hurt your back. So, so uh,
0: if I'm hearing you correctly, let's say you feel like you could probably help somebody get completely healed in, let's just make up a number, twenty-five visits. At twelve visits, they feel like a million bucks. But they're yeah. really not done with the process, right? Because uh, they have to they have to kind of improve the infrastructure to get it back to so. Yeah. On the front end of that, um, and I guess this is where prevention would come in. What does that look like? I mean, you know, if you're not having any back problems and you're walking around and everything is cool and you're doing, you know, you're playing hopscotch or whatever you're doing. How do you know what's coming? You don't know what's coming. It's just like a heart attack. Yeah. You know, if you eat, you know, like a big fat cheeseburger and French fries every day for lunch, eventually that's going to catch up with you in multitude yeah. of ways. Yeah. Um, what do we do to What do we do to prevent this from happening?
1: You know, it's a good idea for everyone to go see a chiropractor, get checked out, see what kind of issues that you have, um, and you are getting a baseline there. Yeah, and and see. A lot of people, or most people, think of chiropractors as being corrective. That is, they don't think about going to a chiropractor until they get hurt. But our actual, uh, you know, kind of the gold that we have to offer is more in prevention. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's, let's find things and fix them before it's a big problem. Let's keep things in good shape. You know, and from the athletic point of view, it can make a huge difference in your performance. Oh yeah, you know, long before things that would, you know, cause an injury.
0: Right. So you want to you you basically want to uh, try and start and get a baseline, and then continue to Im- improve your f- your physical infrastructure, whether that's muscular, uh, whether that's uh, through lifting and stretching uh, or um, diet and nutrition certainly water intake has a lot to do with all that kind of stuff okay cool, That's, uh, that's really good information, I'm assuming that it's exactly the same not exactly the same root causes or symptoms but it's very similar with your shoulder, very similar with your knee any of that stuff basically the message that we want to convey is jump on it ahead of time don't wait till the injury happens just find out get yourself a baseline if you have progressed um to a point where you need care at least you're on the front side of that care
1: yeah and and you know it's one of the things because because our bodies are not static basically nothing stays the same Mm mm-hmm so it's either getting better or it's getting worse, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. you know, whether it's your low back, whether it's your shoulder or whatever yeah. so um with that in mind if if you're not putting in the effort to get things better, well, the alternative is it's getting worse right and and so a lot of times you have again with shoulder injuries, you know people may tweak their shoulder in the gym, and it's like, oh man, it's really sore, and so they they lay off on a on a couple of exercises for a while and then it settles down and think "Oh it's oh, it's better," and they go back to the gym and you know tweak it again, yeah but what well, then clearly it's not getting better, right, so the only alternative is it's getting worse,
0: yeah, you know yeah, and getting getting to uh getting to you or a doctor like you um at very least gives them. Uh, the tools moving forward. Because you can prescribe, uh, I mean, I've I've called you multiple times and said, hey, this is what I'm working for. Most recently was the shoulder. And I said, I really want to, you know, as soon as I'm able to, I want to lift and I want to get stronger. And you put together a program that, that is comprehensive and easy to understand. And so you can do all these things for your patients. Um, uh, from a business standpoint, let's talk about real quick, um, A lot of a lot of musicians are very successful and and have plenty of money. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of musicians that make a good living and can afford um, insurance and copays and prescriptions and you know different things like gym memberships and you know five thousand dollar bicycles and all that kind of stuff. There are equally as many that are either at the beginning of their career curve or have just put themselves in, in in a place where. Um, they can't, you know, money is an issue. So tell me about, um, do you need a referral to come to you? Like if I was on the street and I was experiencing some shoulder pain, can I call you, cold call you and say, Susan, please get me an appointment or do do I need a referral? Yeah.
1: The The only people that need a referral are, you know, some folks depending on their insurance company. Okay. They, they, you know, and those people know who they are because they have to go through a, a primary care provider right. before they go to anybody, right? And when, but when so they're the only exception. When, anybody else can just call,
0: right? When we call, when we call in, and we get Susan or one of the other lovely uh, people here at the office, uh, I know from having experience with doctors in the past, one of the questions that they ask you somewhere in that first ten questions is. Um, what's your insurance is it a PPO is it a this is it a that and then they can tell a lot from that as to whether you're going to need um, whether you're going to need a referral right. so chances are what's the percentage of people that don't need a referral is it 90% oh yeah
1: it's over 90% okay over 90% yeah, yeah. so
0: if you have insurance there's a really good chance um, that you don't need a referral and your uh, chiropractic care will be uh, will be covered um, what? So, I come in, I don't have insurance at all. Okay. And I sit down and I say, dude, I don't have insurance, but I really need some help. What does that look like? What does that cost me? And what does that look like in your particular office? And and look, well, I, we understand that this could change at any time. Oh, yeah. If somebody's listening to this in 2024, which, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know, then, then the, the price may have changed. Right. And Willer might be retired and living at the beach. So, yeah. Um, yeah so, what... What does that look like?
1: We have a program uh, that we're members of called PCD. It's Preferred Chiropractic Doctors. It's a nationwide program where if the doctor is a member and then the patient can join, and it's, I think it's $35 a year for a patient. Okay, pretty inexpensive. Um, yeah. that. Allows me to offer my services at a forty percent discount to that patient. Yeah, that's great. So it's a it's a terrific program Mm -hmm. for, you know, folks that don't have any kind of coverage. Okay, and they have a website. Yes, PCD has a website. It is called. I didn't write this one down. No, that's okay. You know, let's,
0: let's don't worry about it. Now we'll we'll include those at the end. I'm going to get all that information from Willard, and I'll I'll whiz it all by you. Um, okay, so we've kind of covered the 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 budget thing. This goes to a more personal uh, level, um, Willard. I want to talk about, and I I know the answer to this question because I've known you for so long. <laughs> oh. I just want to say, as Vinny Shishelsky, salads are my friend. Occasionally, a nice salad. I made a, I made one the other day. All ingredients from the garden: uh, cucumbers,
1: I saw that on Facebook. tomatoes,
0: basil with a little bit of balsamic. Dude, I could have eaten, I could have eaten five pounds of that stuff. It was incredible. Willard, on the other hand, as I know from from years now, this guy. First of all, uh, something I didn't say earlier. Um, willard and I've been friends for a long, for a long time 15 years now um, he in addition to being a great human being uh, and from what I can observe a fantastic husband and a great dad who again has given connor the tools to be an awesome human being he knows more about the physiology of the human body than anybody I've ever met if i call up and i say you know this and that and then, then this and then then that and he'll if he doesn't have the answer immediately he does the research and everything you have told me Willard over the 15 years has worked I didn't some of it I didn't do long term but it fixed what you know what I'm saying like you know my my uh, my uh, my my right knee hurts when I'm cycling well you know it may be a seat height adjustment thing why don't you bump it up a millimeter or two blah 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 and I did and bang it's gone you know the, the malady is gone so um, so we're going to talk about your, <laughs> what do you
1: eat? Well, see, this is why you know I've done, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to clarify this a little bit or qualify this. So I have done a lot of sports, a lot of different sports. Um, I've never done bodybuilding. Because I like to eat,
0: right, you yeah. w- you would so, hate the cutting portion of yeah the body oh, yeah, oh, you, yeah. you know, cutting
1: style. to make weight, you know, I compete as a power lifter, yeah, which uh and and how- I'm not all that big, you know so i' I'm, right. I'm i'm I'll weigh like two fifteen right now and I'm five ten, which is kind of a small power power lifter, but um uh, you know bodybuilders, people don't understand bodybuilding is a lifestyle thing, that's twenty four seven mm-hmm. And dude, I like to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I like to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so you you are. I, I would say that you're probably more of a protein kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Meat and potatoes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know the potatoes are carbs, but yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah.
0: That's all right. Um, so you, you, basically, you're just kind of straight down the middle. You don't. Uh, you don't drink. Right, Right? no alcohol. Uh, That's a big deal for a lot of people. You know, if uh, if I was going to say to a cyclist who was uh, 215 pounds and wanted to get under 200 pounds, I would say, "Do you drink beer?" And they would almost all say, "Yes, I do. I love a a nice beer at the end of a ride." And I would say, "If you stop drinking beer, you will lose 15 pounds. You will be faster." I, I forget what the percentage is, but for every percent of body weight that you lose. Um, you, you're, you're, you know, that much faster on the bike. So if you're losing, you know, at 15 pounds, that's like, uh, seven or 8% of your total body weight, you're probably going to be that much faster up the hills. It's going to be easy. So, okay. So just as a general issue, you, you feel like you eat healthy, but more on the protein side of, of things. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Okay. What do you say about what do you say about a salad? What is it about uh, this, uh, vegetables? Oh, or, well, I
1: like. I like. Yeah. Well, you ahead, know, this is this is not professional <laughs> advice, but I, Vinny bust on me because I say that salads are what you feed the food. <laughs> okay. So
0: you have a uh, personal blend. And that you and I have talked about a great deal. I am a big proponent of the amino acids, and, and specifically for my workout, um, I use a, a BCAA blend that just really has changed my recovery time, my, the way I feel on the bike. I got one pre-mixed. All I got to do is add water for our ride today. Um, you have a company that you work with that allows you to do a willard johnson dr willard johnson proprietary blend tell us a little bit about what you what you put in your body as far as uh, supplements goes
1: well like you talking about the workout shake mm-hmm. that i use and yep. so forth okay so um just before a workout and during a workout this is this is uh with weights you know going to the gym um it has. It's about a four to one ratio of um, hydrolyzed casein, which is uh, a milk protein that's basically hydrolyzed. Means it's pre-digested, mm-hmm. so it's broken down into. So it's easier
0: on your easy on your system.
1: And well, the key is that you absorb it more quickly. quickly sure. That's the big deal is yeah. that the absorption rate. So it's that, and it's. Um, Dextrose is the main carbohydrate in it. So okay. it's a, a four-to-one mix of carbs to protein. Okay. And that's the, the pre-workout and during the workout. Okay. Uh, and then after the workout uh, is straight uh, hydrolyzed casein and creatine. Are so, the, the, and
0: basically what this is doing is this uh, is this is giving you the fuel and then the uh, – both workout and then afterwards to recover
1: you know you there there are a lot of things going on from okay you're you're strengthening the nervous pathways which is the same thing you're doing when you're practicing anything whether you're you know you're practicing on trumpet or if you're if you're doing uh you know quilting or shooting free throws yep. on Hill basketball repeats, court. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, so you're you're strengthening those motor pathways. Okay. So the the nerves, the, the motor pathway basically is the nervous pathway from your cerebral cortex all the way down to the muscles that it's activating. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and those pathways, those nerves actually will thicken. They'll get larger and thicker and stronger they get to where they're able to fire more strongly okay and uh, they develop more endurance so they can fire over and over and over and over
0: would there would there be any truth to if you're say you're completely sedentary like i was uh, 20 years ago and then you start to work out. Would there be any truth to like uh, improved coordination and and, and, oh, all, and, yeah. and ref, reflexes and that, whatnot? Oh yeah, man! I I it's it's amazing because and it keeps getting better. Like if something falls off of a table, it, back in the nineties when I was kind of you know was when I was big Vin, it would fall off the table and hit the floor and break.
1: Yeah. Now.
0: It seems like I'm quicker to respond to those things, and I'm able oh, to grab absolutely. It's, it's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that's good. So, you're through supplementation. You're giving yourself um, the fuel to work out, and and then the the proper uh, elements to heal and repair the building blocks
1: for growth. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah.
0: Good. And then at the end of uh, at the end of this uh, at the end of this episode, I'll give you the. Uh, website because uh willard's a big uh, big believer in these guys
1: but uh you know i go the i go to the gym at lunch okay I've, we we take a two-hour lunch so what do you so do you eat before you
0: go to the gym or do you eat after i know i you're... have
1: a i have a pre-shake okay a pre-workout shake okay um yeah i don't like to have it big full yeah. feeling you know so yeah i have a pre-workout shake about half an hour before i go to the gym. Do
0: you just guzzle that down just yeah. as it's just a matter of function? Yeah, just slam it. Does it, it taste like crap?
1: No, nah, it's pretty good. Is it good? Yeah. Are
0: you used to it good? Or like if somebody like if a if a straight took one, would they be like, Oh my God, or would they be like, eh, this isn't bad.
1: Is it like a smoothie king? It's not quite a smoothie king. Okay. Right. But it's I mean it's pretty good. I mean I I have had you know, years ago I had the nasty shakes. Yeah. You know, but oh, yeah. but Oof. you know Technology marches on. Sure. And now the shakes are not nasty
0: Quality of life, too. Yeah. Know you you know. Answers.
1: Okay. So I go to the gym, work out, uh, have a post shake in the locker room, and then go get some lunch. Be back at the office by two. Okay. So then,
0: uh, how much sleep are you getting?
1: Usually eight hours.
0: Eight hours. Yeah. And uh, That
1: that makes a difference.
0: Big difference in in recovery, in attitude, in everything, right? So if you're not, and this is for the listeners, if you're not sleeping, figure out what you need and get it. And and then consistency. I would imagine you go to bed around the same time and wake up around the same time. Having that Mm -hmm. consistency there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know... um, I'm a big proponent of the water. How? What's your stance on water and how much do you drink? Awesome.
1: Uh, wow, I don't measure it. Okay. But I drink a lot of water. Because okay. I, I get up, you know, I have 12 or 16 ounces first thing, Yeah. first thing out of bed. Yep. You know, just boom, mm-hmm. it goes down. Um, and then uh, with my shakes, you know, I make them with Fresh water, of course. So that's uh, that's probably forty ounces right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, at lunchtime, you know, with you know, with my workout, uh, and then I tend to drink water. You know, sitting watching TV in the right. evening, I'm sitting. You know, do drink. you have a bottle or you drink it out of a cup? Sometimes I have a bottle. Sometimes I have one of these stainless steel cups. Yeah, it just kind of a mix. I've got a the little Brita filters uh, uh, pitchers. Yeah. That I, God, I probably feel that thing three or four times a day. Good. I probably need a bigger one, Yeah. so, yeah. so I can feel it less. We
0: bought a little under sink, uh, under the kitchen sink, and only works on the cold water. It costs like fifty bucks. It'll yeah. do ten thousand gallons, and it takes out ninety nine percent of the bad stuff. Our water Those is are completely awesome. oh, yeah, it's fantastic. And the and the new filter's like fifty bucks. Yeah. So when you you know I, I want to be budget conscious with with regard to who our demographic is on the show.
1: And so if you do a build-in like that, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. When you get it, make sure you get a bunch of filters because if you wait till next year to get a filter, they're going to change them. So get a bunch. That's right. Uh, But like those little Brita filter pitchers, you know, those are cheap. Yeah. They're at Walmart. Yeah. Anybody can afford one of those. Right. You know, if you you know stop buying soda for a week, you've got more than enough money to buy a Brita pitcher. How about if
0: you stop drinking soda altogether? That's a whole nother, you know. The, the, that's yeah, huge. That's a whole nother thing. That's another thing. Like if, if somebody said to me, uh, you know, I need to lose 15 pounds. Well, do you drink soda?
1: If they stop yeah.
0: drinking soda and beer, and it, it can be tough. Yeah. It can, be a, it can be a tough addiction to kick because of the caffeine and the sugar and all that stuff. But there is nothing worse for you than, uh, than uh, refined sugar and soda. And, so well,
1: stuff. diet drinks.
0: All right. Um, the last thing I'm going to ask you right now before we go into the, the speed round, which should be fun, is, uh, is about attitude. Tell me, tell me what about you and your attitude about life, whether it's spirituality, physicality, nutrition, your, your attitude about your personal relationships, whatever it is, what is that one ingredient in your vibe that you have created for yourself that helps you to succeed uh, and move forward in a positive way on the daily? I know that's a big question. Yeah. That's a big question. And that was a little bit of a surprise there. So, so surprise.
1: You know, um, wow. I guess, well, the big thing is, is you know, being positive. A lot of people, a lot of people give in to negative self-talk. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like I, I see folks, a lot of times, I see a, a new patient, and they're telling me this hurts and that hurts, and they're having problems here and there and the other, and they and they'll say stuff like, "Well, oh, you know, I'm getting older," <sighs> and I, I hate it when people say you know that. <laughs> when you start blaming something on age, you're saying it can't get better, yeah, because you can't get younger. You've lost the battle. Yeah, and. And this is what shocks me. And if somebody had told me this before I was in practice, I'd have said, you're crazy. But I have people in their (laughs) mid-20s. I say, well, I'm getting older. You know, I guess it's time to fall apart. You know, and I'm sure I have the reputation at the gym as being that grumpy old guy because... I hear people over here say, "Well, you know, I don't lift heavy anymore. You know, I'm getting older, you know." And I say, "Dude, you're 35. I'm going to throw a dumbbell at you if you talk like that." A really it heavy goes, one. Because <laughs> you know, you you just you're programming yourself to fall apart. I agree. And and I tell people, you know, you you have to get old. In your head first um, you know I look at my mom and in her dad in particular and my 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 granddad when he was in his even in you know 85 86 he and mama would travel the country in the summer with campers on mission building you know, churches and, and gymnasiums and wow. stuff. 85? Yeah. And, I mean, he he just, they refused to slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, age just, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta, we gotta fix that rafter up there, and he'd just climb up there <laughs> and he'd fix that rafter. And, you know, and my mom is the same way. She just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And, and you know, and
0: that bodes well for you. That's good. That's good genes, uh, and and it bodes well for Connor too. Um, I, I I I just couldn't agree more. I really I I continually say this is the best I've ever felt in my life. And you know I, you know I I just uh, at at this point I'm six months out of a, a complete left shoulder replacement, and I've had a, a few little uh, bumps and, and bruises. But I really think that your attitude about it. You know, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be. I'm going to kick this thing in the teeth, although that is kind of my attitude. Um, but just understanding that these that things happen, and it's like physical therapy, and um, which now I'm discovering uh, is is completely different than what you do. Um, you can work in concert with a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh and and probably is a good idea to do that. Um they they just do different things and uh Absolutely. I remember at like week 8 when we when he said, you know, it was pretty painful at first. And oh, and yeah. and he said, well we've he's a British guy. We got cleared from your doctor now we can really start working. And I'm like, oh, "Wait, ooh." Well, what have we been doing until now? He said, oh, that's nothing. Watch this. And yeah. he grabs my arm and then he twists me into a pretzel. Um, but I'm really thankful for it because I'm not hiking. Yeah, look I'm at getting, that. I mean, it's incredible. You can't see what I'm doing right now, folks, but I'm reaching up into the sky for the first time in seven years. Um, you can swim now. Oh, Dude. Yeah, And I'm going, I'm going pretty quick. It's nice. Remember we talked about that. I said I was going to cycle four or five days a week and I was going to swim three days a week. It's, it's actually working out. And, uh, I did a thousand yards the other day. Wow. Yeah. Thousand yards. And I think it took me 18 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, it's, I'm certainly not going to win any yeah, Olympic medals, but, but a year ago, oh, I couldn't even, you, you, Yeah. No, you know, I couldn't do it. It's, it's really, really phenomenal. Um, I, I think the attitude going into any of these things just in general and and if you and what we're trying to emphasize here is if you keep your infrastructure your physical infrastructure in a place where you are able to go and ride a bike or lift weights or whatever you do and trust me I've never won anything on the on the bicycle. Willard took away my only chance yeah <laughs> just kidding just kidding. <laughs> But, you ain't dead yet. But that's right. But winning, you know, winning, winning at life, winning at your hobbies, winning at your career. Like when you shoo somebody out the door and say, I don't need to see you no more. And if you keep, keep on doing this, 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 and this, you and I will only run into each other occasionally at the local restaurant or church. That's got to be an incredible feeling, you know. And then... Uh, I guess back to the PT thing was it's not supposed, it is supposed to hurt. These guys, these guys are pushing you past the point where you can go yourself so that eventually you can go there yourself. Like this thing where I'm lifting my hands above the head, I couldn't do that. And I'm sitting now when I lay down, I'm flat on the floor with both straight up in the air. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. It's better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. So uh,
1: main and t- see, one of the ways that that relates or that affects, and you may not have noticed, that affects your ability on horn. Oh yeah, because when you do this, when you lay down flat like that, you're getting extension in your thoracic spine, which is opening up your rib cage. Mm-hmm. Which, when your shoulder was all jacked up and frozen like this, that's. It is limiting the way that your rib cage can move on that side, right. which affects your right. breathing when you're playing. So again, it goes back into yep making you a better musician.
0: And 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 the, the best advice I got, and we're gonna we'll, we'll close it up after this uh, and go on to the speed round. But the best advice I got from Willard with regard to my shoulder, my shoulder was diagnosed seven years ago. We went in and did a little cleanup on it, and uh, went to PT a couple of times, and, and uh, just mobility started to go away, and And Willard explained to me <clears throat> one day uh, on a phone conversation that the best, uh, that I should probably consider getting the surgery. What we were trying to do is we were trying to make the old shoulder last as long as we could, because the parts they put in there wear out after about 20 years, and if you've ever gone through one of these replacements, you don't want to do it ever again, but if, yeah. you know, um, I'm knocking on wood right now, but um, I plan on being around at 75 and I may have to get another one um, because the parts might wear out. At that point, I, I fully expect them to be able to just go in arthroscopically and fix the whole thing. That's what I'm banking
1: on. Oh, they can probably, like with stem cells, right. just build you a brand yeah, new shoulder. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So, um, But he said the, the infrastructure around your shoulder now, Is because you're not using those muscles is starting to atrophy. The muscles are actually starting to atrophy and they're not acting in the proper way because they can't because of the limitations of the shoulder. The longer you wait to do that, the more they atrophy, the longer it takes to get back if you ever.
1: If you can. If you can get
0: back. Now you can see that I've obviously made uh, incredible progress. But that is... And, again, that kind of goes back to everything that Willard was talking about with with regard to chiropractic care, uh, just in the headaches and the curvature of the spine. Go in. Go in now. If you're a 25-year-old or if you're 35 or if you're 65 and you've never been, go in. Get a baseline. Figure out what's going on. You know, Willard may slap you on the back and say dang you're the healthiest 55 year old i ever met probably not gonna happen but you know (laughs) um but there's a chance that you're you know you're in pretty good shape but if you don't know you don't know knowledge is power and uh, that's what we're trying to give you here um we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with the speed round which is going to be really interesting we'd like to thank willard dr willard johnson for his time today um when I close this episode out, I'll give you all the websites, and they'll be on my website, uh, www.fitmusician1.com. You can email us. We'll give you Willard's email. Um, if you have any questions or need a uh, referral to somebody in your area, he can help you out with that. Willard, thank you so much for your time. We'll be right back. Thanks. Bye right, now. Back with Willard Johnson, Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson, um, and we're going into the speed round, or the lightning round, or the five-question round. I haven't decided what to call it yet. It'll probably... Oh, like the lightning round. Yeah, lightning round's good. Okay. So, basically, we, I'm going to ask these same five or six questions to all of my guests, uh, and again, like to thank Willard for giving me his time today, and then uh, I'm sure what will be a spanking on the bike. He's probably going to wear me out. So, um uh, if you're ready, Will, uh, your one best piece of advice, personal or professional, to someone listening to
1: this—you know who's going to be listening to this podcast—the the number one thing is, you know, keep consistency, whether whether it's you know working out. Or any kind of athletic training or practicing a horn or the stuff that you have to practice professionally you know stay consistent keep keep at it keep at it you know it's it's more in like people ask what's the most important or or, what's the best exercise to do well the best one is the one that you're actually going to do so if you if you're a person that can't stand the weight room, well, that's a bad exercise for you because you're just, you're not going to do it right. You know, if, if you'll go, if, if you go play racquetball three days a week and because you love it, that's awesome. If you like to swim and you can get in the pool three or four days a week, that's a better exercise for you than doing an aerobics class that you really hate that you're not going to do. So, you know, Keep consistent. Keep plugging away at it. It, It's going to get better.
0: Awesome. Uh, Favorite band or artist? Musical.
1: I have a three-way tie. Oh,
0: (laughs) All (laughs) right. Okay.
1: Uh, Prince, Huey Lewis and the News, and the Eagles.
0: Nice. I love all of those guys. There you go. That's nice. Um, I want to say... Okay, I'll just ask this question, and you can you can answer whoever it is. The most influential person in your life.
1: <laughs> That's hard. I have I have a benefit of a lot of you know good influences.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a current person. You know, and, and if you don't say Susan, she's not going to get mad. Well, it's okay.
1: <laughs> Well she is a huge influence and a good influence. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we 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 do well together professionally because you know, the things that we're good at are very different. And she tends to be good at the things I'm not good at and vice versa. So perfect that's, balance. That's you know, good. that's very much a a complement to each other. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right,
0: that's a good answer. Um this is a two part question. Uh what is the best piece of professional gear you own?
1: You mean that I that I that I work with? Yes, chiropractically. For, chiropractically, yes. Uh I have a Zenith two um model two twenty adjusting table from Williams Manufacturing. It's thirty years old. Mm-hmm. Um the the zenith tables are well known in the profession as being, you know, they're the Rolls Royce of adjusting tables, mm-hmm. um, and and I mean it's awesome. I've worked, you know, in other offices. I've worked on other tables. It's like, well, we're you know, this table costs a third of what a zenith costs, so we'll have these, and they 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 don't work as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's a lot like. A musician, you can have, uh, you know, a good, a professional horn player, can make even a crappy horn sound good. But it's so much easier; it works so much better when you have a professional quality horn. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, you know, that Zenith two hundred and twenty is is my professional quality horn for chiropractic
0: and didn't you tell me that you had um a, like a, a parts one that you found that was that was that they that you use for parts yeah i have i have one in storage <laughs> I, I
1: have, years ago a, a patient of mine happened to be they were doing some remodeling and they were at a um habitat for humanity restore oh yeah sure love those places and he said I saw this table at the restore that I swear that's a chiropractic table at the restore. So I went to see and it was it was in rough shape. Yeah. But I plugged it in and the electrics and the hydraulics worked and they let me have it for seventy five bucks. Oh my goodness. Which is just a steal. (laughs) And so, you know, I put it in storage thinking, well, one of these days I'll restore it. Mm Mm-hmm. But instead, it's just been a, a donor table. To get. <laughs> um, what's your best piece of
0: athletic gear? Something that you use in lifting, cycling,
1: rugby—you know,
0: whatever—over uh, your whole career. Best piece of gear?
1: Uh, um, Cannondale road bikes. Yeah, there you go. I, I love those things.
0: Want to get a sponsorship here from Yeah, like, there from we Cannondale. go. <laughs> wouldn't bother me at all. That's good. Okay, yeah, and I and I love the the new Scoot. Um, okay, so I have to put a condition on this last one. Um, besides getting married and the birth of your son, what is the most positive event of your life?
1: Well, I thought about this. And this is something that it probably seemed, uh, well, kind of trivial, but it made, a, it, it made a huge impact on me early on. Um, my high school band, West Point High School, then, uh, let me think, it would have been the fall of 80. We went to marching contest in Winchester, Tennessee. And we were a little band, with a color guard and everything. We had 48 people on the field. Mm-hmm. That is pretty small. We went up to Winchester, and this is a pretty big marching contest. And there were a lot of bands from out of state. And I remember uh, one of the bigger bands from Alabama that was there, it was either ARAB High School or it was Scottsboro, but either one of them, they were bigger, much bigger bands than us. And there were other bands there, too. Um, Not only did we get straight superior ratings, which was awesome, uh, we got best in class and best out-of-state band. We beat big bands for that. Yeah. And I remember, well... We got so pumped up. I mean, we just, you know, the emotions were overwhelming. And I remember what we felt like, you know, doing that well and doing that well together. And it's something that you kind of chase that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. You know that feeling that day is has always stayed with me. That's fantastic.
0: That's a great story. Well, Willard, thank you so much for your time, and um, let's get out in this hot Alabama weather and sweat some on a bicycle.
1: We'll go find some hills. <sighs> Yay!
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Uh, this is the Fit Musician One podcast, episode one with Dr. Willard Johnson. Uh, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Go be awesome. Howdy, folks. Vinny back with you. I've had a chance to listen through the podcast, and uh, I just love the information that uh, Willard has passed on to us about uh, something he's very passionate about, that's uh, chiropractic care. And uh, he's an awesome person, you know, we're we're, uh, just a great human being, and uh, he laid some good information on us um, first of all you guys know how to get in touch with us Fit Musician 1 on Facebook and Instagram fitmusician1.com and Vinny at fitmusician1.com uh, just a little information look for a web store where we're going to be selling some uh, Hawkins, some t-shirts, pretty cheap water bottles, stickers and uh, we're going to be having some contests on there too to, to uh, give away some stuff and and uh, get the name of the podcast out there as much as possible. If you like it, tell a friend, we've got uh, currently got five episodes in the can, and you can be looking for those every couple of weeks. I'll let you know on Facebook and Instagram where you'll be able to find those, whether it's iTunes or some of the other uh, some of the other podcast providers. So. Here's the information on Willard. It's uh, www.johnsonchiropracticcullman.com. And Coleman is with two L L M A N. Johnson Center at BellSouth.net. Their telephone number is 256-734-7585. And they're on Facebook at Johnson Chiropractic Center Coleman, Alabama. Abbreviation for Alabama. Um. If you guys are wanting a uh, a great chiropractor and you're not shouting distance from Coleman, Alabama, which which I am, I'm a couple hours uh, a couple hours away. Any anyone within a couple of hours, it would be worth a trip over there just to get to meet uh, Willard and and Susan. And uh, he's he's really good at what he does, and you can tell he loves. But if you're outside of that listening area, PCD, the Preferred Chiropractic Doctors, is Be Well Two dot com b-e-w-e-l-l-2 the number two dot com uh willard also um has his custom nutrition blend his protein shakes that you heard us talk about at true dot com that's where he has his uh, that's where he custom blends his own nutritional supplements and there's another company that i use also called biotest dot com um where you can get supplements for, uh, you know, helping you make yourself better. Listen, thanks so much for listening. Um, We're really having a good time doing this. And uh, like I said, you can expect these every two weeks. Uh, I am Vinny Shischelski. I'm trying hard to be the Fit Musician 1. I want you to be too. And I would love it if you would go be awesome.